Hello and welcome to Come With Us, a podcast to meet all your fantasy needs. I'm Susie Nunez. And I'm Rache Kelly. And each week we dive into the tempting world of books, seductive romance, and a sprinkle of spice. So, okay, let's get into it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. We'll work, we'll work a little bit backwards. First of all, I would like to point out we are 645, 745. Yeah. Uh 150 pages from the end and shit's getting crazy thanks sarah yeah way to stick to <laughs> always to stick her ammo always <laughs> last 150 pages 110 pages is they're going to be insane and everything important is going to happen in those little pages but um this is part so, four if we're yeah. super honest with you we totally forgot that this book had four parts we really thought that it was i really three. thought it was three I really thought it was three. So, I'm so yeah. sorry. Here we go. Go ahead. All right. Okay. So we're going to work back from the big reveal monologue that the evil person did. And then we're going to let you know what happened. So Brie Allen had this plan. Nesta's got this dread trove. They had fit, they had like been working on ways to keep even Nesta from being able to access them with yeah. spells and stuff. That's why Helion was there to like help out with that shit too. Um, and Brianne was pissed because she had the crown, but she did not have the mask or the harp and she needed all three. So she devised this plan. She was going to get Nesta, put her in the blood, right? Make it super fucking dangerous. Right. And then mm -hmm. they were going to let slip some information because they knew that the shadow singer was clearly keeping tabs on them. They were going to make it obvious. Oh, we're going to make it look like this is happening so that they have to come and they're going to try to save the day or whatever, right? So they devise this whole trap where Brialin has entranced Eris to make it look mm -hmm. like he was working with her because he still had uh, the dagger that Reese had given him as a solstice gift that Nesta had made, right? And he, um, so it looked like he was there of his own volition because clearly Brialin would have taken his weapon from him, but she didn't. He was under yeah. her under her spell, and he then put a knife up to Cassian's ribs, and then it just like goes black and switches back, to, and we're like, "What the fuck's happening?" Basically, Brialin is able to get Cassian into a trance as well with the crown, and mm -hmm. she shows up, and she's like, "All right, give me the dread trove, or your fucking dude dies. Like I'm killing Cassian. Like just need you give me this shit." And yeah, uh, so this is all devised by her. The way there's a bit of a plot hole that people like to discuss on Reddit because it they say, like, why in the world would the Illyrians have worked with Brie Allen? And this is where I think you were right that they were okay with these women being thrown into the blood rite and their traditional, like, it's a religious experience for them, like, this is part mm -hmm. of their faith you know, the blood right is part of who they are. They were willing to tarnish it and they were willing to, um, I don't know what the word is, uh, like corrupt this mm -hmm. thing that is so close to their core beliefs because they were threatened by the fact that a woman could possibly also do it. And how often have we seen this? How often have we seen this oh in the real world? God. They're willing to so let slip their annoying. morals a little bit in order to maintain power and control. And it's, bleh, I hate it. So they went to get Nesta and it, they were just like, Bellius was the one that fucking took him. And he was like, oh, perfect opportunity. Let's just throw them all fucking in there. Because he wanted, he wanted the store that Emery's, that Emery had been inherited. That had, she had yeah. inherited. And he was pissed off at her because she was not, you know, kneeling to him, essentially, or giving him whatever he wanted. So he was like, yeah. two birds, one stone, let's do this. And then I think Gwen started screaming, remember... so they took her. Yeah, because if I, yeah, I mean, Gwyneth was probably relieving trauma right there and there, yeah. you know, like, yeah. with the guys taking them and all of that. Oh, my God. <gasps> that probably was yeah. horrible for her. Um, yeah. But... And then the, to that drama, you add the blood right part four, uh, the blood mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yes. So 
they're not the blood right is something that as you said i think is a religious like experience is very after that you either die and if you survive you are another person just because of the trauma <laughs> that you lived through well, uh, and i mean and what? where you land where you land or how you finish or yes. where you finish within this blood right it determines your whole life and yeah. i mean if your whole life centers around uh preparing for battle and fighting in battle. This is like the step, like where they're like, okay, you're done practicing. Let's see if you're ready to be a man. Now, if it's almost like a rite of passage, you know, it's very yeah. near and dear to their culture. What, how long does it last a week or what was it? I believe it is seven days and seven. You're days. also not allowed to use any magic or any weapons. You're not like you're yeah. not given you, any weapons. You, can you make, could make weapons. Yeah, you can make your own weapons. I say yeah, but they don't have like swords and daggers and bows and arrows and stuff. Usually, they're not supposed. No, not to. at all. No. But what the fuck, right? They have some. Yeah, I want to say it was Brie Allen that did that because she just wanted Nesta fucking dead. One of the rules of this um, blood ride. It's the fact that nobody can get in and nobody can get out. That's impossible. Uh, so meaning Cassian cannot go and save his mate. And you put something here that I want to talk about so bad. Odd time for Reese to give a fuck about following the rules. More eye roll. Honestly, yes. Because how is it possible that you can go and do so many things for your woman But when it comes to other people or specifically Nesta, you cannot do anything. Like, you are the most powerful High Lord. Illyrians, if I understand correctly, he is like their High Lord, right? He's their High Lord and he's part Illyrian. Like, like make it make sense. If it was Feyre in there... He would have moved heaven and earth to get to her. Dude, the whole time I was reading this book, that's the only thought that I had. If this was Farah, this could have not happened. Every time, every time I was reading this, I was like, oh, I'm so mad. Mm. It's, I, I don't know. It's like he's holding, I don't know. It's like, uh, he's just justifying his bad behavior. It's the rules. He just doesn't like Nesta. And it it makes me mad. So I'm just like, okay. So he just sends Cass and Azrael off he's like oh Azrael came back and was like oh Eris is working with Brie Allen we gotta go and Reese is like yeah Cassian you gotta go with him and Cass is like why the fuck do I gotta go my the woman I'm in love with my mate even though she won't accept it she's she's at, in peril right now and you're expecting me to just go like handle this shit for you and he was like yeah go yeah. and because it, it's his high lord he had to so the three ladies are dropped in this blood rite, not together. They're not all dropped in one spot. They're being dropped like on different, like miles and miles and miles apart from one another in just groups. And so the three That's women insane. are separated. Yeah. And scary. And I think it's very important to, yeah, I think it's very important to point out the fact that we're talking about... Let's put it in this, maybe it's like easier for you if you haven't read the books or something, or if you don't remember. Remember pirates? They were very despicable. They were rapers, rapists? No, rapists. They were rapists. They were very bad men. It's morally, uh, Illyrians were the same as pirates. Only three women on the blood ride right now are separated with all of these men that don't understand a no that don't give a flying F about how a woman feels. And that honestly, it's so, to me, so terrifying. When I think about this, it reminds me of uh, like those like Jurassic Park movies or something where, you know, they step in somewhere and then the like, they look down and it's just a bunch of like dinosaurs just sleeping. Or something like just, yeah. you know, the thing that's going to mm -hmm. kill you is just asleep. And they're just like, okay, I have to get out of this situation because they're the predator. I am the prey. Yeah. Oh, and it makes and me sick. they're completely naked. They're completely oh, yeah. naked. They're completely naked. The thing that got me, I wrote this, is like, oh, so if you were just dropped into the most important and revered rite of passage, 
which determines your power and rank that your whole life revolves around. You think you'd be too busy to rape a woman, but apparently they had the fucking time. And I cannot. Like, can you not prioritize? <sighs> they were like, okay, so if I can kill a man or I rape a woman, I'll definitely choose raping a woman because kill a man, why for right now? I just don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. Like, cause I feel like logistically <laughs> stopping and taking the time to assault a woman puts you at risk of dying. People die in this blood, right? What are and you doing? Focus on though, surviving. You're going to lose so much energy. Just, you know, by doing the thing and because she's going to, she's not yeah. going to be like, rape me, please. She's going to be uh, fighting you. And it's like, right. I yeah, don't and understand. Then, and how often is it a dude comes and then he's got to take a nap? Almost every time. Almost, Almost every time. time. You want to get sleepy? No, you don't. You're in the middle of a blood ray. Yeah. So, Illyrian um, men, if they're not Cassian, Asriel, or Rissan, honestly, you guys are shit. Because... Trash. Oh, my God. But the, remember the, the magic uh, friendship bracelets? Well, I told you they were going to come back, and they so basically these little things they what was it that they they glow they were just yeah they were just beads and when the women made them they made them the same way that nesta made the swords except with positive feelings right so and, beautiful. Now, and so then when they're looking for each other they would glow uh kind, i don't i can't it feels kind of like a beacon like a homing beacon so like mm -hmm. like if you like turned this way, it would glow brighter. If it was towards them, yeah. and it would get brighter as they got closer to them. So they, so Nesta like realized, oh shit, like this shit's glowing when I turn this direction. So she started walking that way, and then they would glow brighter as they got closer and closer to one another. And that's how they were able to find Beautiful. each other. Let's talk about a sister of the pants. I think the sisterhood of the pants. Sisterhood the of the traveling pants. pants. They were everything to me. So let's talk about that moment because it, I feel like it was a moment like that. So pure, mm -hmm. so Nesta, if you trust in your circle, if you trust in your foundation, they will be there for you. You will find mm -hmm. each other again. And oh my God, what a message. What a message without being it. a message. I freaking loved it. But I loved it. Between all of this happening, Nesta kills people. She gets <laughs> clothes from these people that she just killed. One of them got really good with the bow and arrow. Or they both yeah. did. Yeah, there was a bow and arrow somewhere involved. That's so one fun. of them had a bow and arrow. They, then another, <laughs> no, Nessa had the sword. Gwyn had the bow and arrow, I believe. Okay, uh, okay. I don't what remember what Henry had. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. Whatever, but yeah, they were fighting. And sorry, you're end, not here to hear what the book is for. If you want to, just honestly go and read it. It's right just, there. Um, you should go read it. Just go read it. Honestly, yeah. Gwen held her own, if I recall. Gwen straight up killed the dude that was trying to rape her, right? Yes. It's, honestly, it's traumatizing. Like, I do have to say that these books, I don't remember having trigger warnings. They don't, right? No. They don't have trigger warnings. And I'll be honest with you, this was a part that uh, gave me severe anxiety to read. Yeah. Yeah, the blood right is intense, like in so, like in capital letters. And mm -hmm. more than that, um, I think this book, specifically this one, just because it's Nesta and her friends are dealing with so much trauma, and not only mm -hmm. them, Cassian and Asriel, too. And we get a lot of that in this book. Uh, they definitely should have trigger warnings because the blood right, the way that Emery, uh, no, Gwyneth goes through everything. It's just not healthy to read for some people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, I think I read through it very, very quickly. So like I didn't give myself time to like dwell on it. Mm -hmm. But it could have been. And I'm not the kind of person who gets uh, offended or upset by books or, or things like that usually. But I do remember like reading through this and. I could not put the book down when I realized, oh shit, like Gwen, Gwen is by herself. I couldn't put it down to like 
do any I wouldn't even go to the bathroom until I knew that she was safe because I was like she yeah. if the longer I take to read this book it was almost like if I didn't like if I stopped then it would give them more time to it's hurt her real. it was it's like you feel like it's so real yeah for yeah. real is yeah. it's definitely Saturday mass not only on this one like if we talk about uh the first one figure out on under the mountain that book should definitely have trigger warnings because yeah, sure. she goes through shit, literal shit. Uh, so yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so once back. they're together though, once they're all together and they have slain thine enemies, uh, <laughs> more <laughs> yes. than once, they start working together to secure food and shelter and weapons. They, and they start working their way to the mountain and then they start realizing that like Bellius, uh, he's got like a band of dudes with him and they're not far behind. So they're like trying to keep up. The blood right? it's because I don't know yeah. what she took or what she went through to write this, specifically the blood right? but mm -hmm. wow. Because she had to get inspired by something. Maybe she read something, maybe, I don't know. But wow, because the fact that you are there a week without basically food, you have to fence for yourself. And more than that, you cannot sleep, sleep. They were yeah. without sleep, like actual sleep for a week. Because yeah. how can you sleep when you have monsters, when you have men, and you're only yeah. the three weeks? Like, it's insane. It's really yeah. intense. So I don't know it what she of, took. I don't know what she read, but wow. It kind of gave me Hunger Games vibes. Yeah. Like when they're no doubt in the like, but because with that one, it's the same thing. They're just like, they're dumped in there and then there's a box with some weapons and it's like, have fun, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so then they, they're like, they're getting to the spot where they're like trying, they're getting closer to the mountain. They've been out there for a few days and there's a bridge that's going over this crevasse ravine <laughs> thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like a rope bridge. And they see like across the field, they're kind of coming at it like this, right? Like diagonally. And then across the way, they see Bellius and his dudes also headed for the rope bridge. And they know whoever yeah. gets there first is going to chop that bridge down and make it to where nobody else can cross it. And then there's no way you're going to make it to the top because you don't have the time. Um, so they're going this way because it's also the way that Reese, as in Cass, got to the top of the mountain remuel and it's the hard it's the shortest but it is the most physically taxing and as they were yeah. running as they were running uh one of bellius's guys sh i don't remember if it was him or one of his guys shoots an arrow and it hits gwyneth in the leg um so gwyn's legs fucked gwyn's down for the count and so yeah. nesta picks her nesta's like i'm not leaving you and Gwen's like, you got to leave me, right? Like, I'm done for. Yeah. And Nesta's like, fuck that. And she picks Emery up, or God, God damn it. She picks Gwen up and starts carrying her. And yeah. they, at the very last second, like, they are on this bridge. And then Nesta's yelling at Emery to cut the rope, cut the rope to, you know, cut the, to cut the, the bridge down. And they get across and the guys are stuck on the other side. And these ladies are like, fuck you. And they just start running away. Right. But they're starting to go up the mountain and, uh, Gwen, though tiny, petite and sweet is still a whole ass fae. Person. This is a yeah. whole ass person. She's got a way minimum. Even if she's like itty bitty, like my smallest friend that I have, even if she's like 95 pounds. That's still a it's, lot of weight to carry up of course. a mountain. And we're talking about Mesta and Emery, uh, women that, of course, they have been working out and doing things, but they're not eating for a, a whole, like, what, four days already? Five days? And they're fucking Oh, they're on tired. the last day. Oh, imagine. So six days. They're fucking tired. Mm -hmm. They haven't been eating well, sleeping well, drinking water well. So it's like, nah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, we're not leaving you. And, but they also know that uh, Emery's cousin is not far behind mm -hmm. and they aren't just trying to get to the top of that mountain. They have their sights set on murdering Emery. So what's his fuck can get his stupid shop. The dumbest shit yeah. I've heard in my whole life. 
one thing that we didn't mention is when you get to the top of Ramiel, the mountain, that's the name, um, mm -hmm. you automatically get transported to any place that you want, I think it is. Yeah, I can't remember if it's like back home or like just back to the home base kind of area. Yeah. But you're automatically healed too. Exactly. So we need to have that in mind because they want to get there so they can get the fuck out too. But yeah, continue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because uh, Gwen's going to die with these injuries. It's getting infected. She's not doing well. Yeah. Uh, she can't even stay conscious most of the time by the by the time they get to this part of the book. Um. So they're they're getting there there and there's this pass of an alias which is this historical pass on mount remuel from this war that happened super duper long ago that the valkyrie also fought in and mm -hmm. um this um guy an alias held the pass it was basically like a bottleneck right so it was him against a whole army and he held this pass and just slayed his enemies down one by one as they came through this Slay through this enemies yeah. <laughs> yeah as they came through this bottleneck spot and he ended up dying in the end but it was because of him that they were able to uh i can't remember exactly what happened but like he saved a bunch of people by sacrificing yeah. himself this way and Nesta's like, well, there's no way that that we're going to make it all the three, three of us, us if yeah. we don't slow them down. So Nesta's exhausted because she's been carrying Gwen and she stops and she goes, all right, Emery, can you carry her with your wings? Because your wings are in the way. And Emery's like, I'll make it work. Right. So they start tying Gwen to Emery's back like a backpack. I did, I did make a small joke. It's like the worst Shibari I've ever seen. Um, oh, <laughs> oh my God. We are always kinky 24 seven, but yes, it was terrible, honestly, but she made it work. At least though, fun. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and Emery's uncomfortable because her wings are like, you know, tied yeah. up. Right. But Nessa's like, you need to do this shit. Okay. Like, please, like you have to do this. I will hold the line for you. And this is like, get your shit together. You have to do this. <laughs> Listen. Uh, yeah. So it's great because Nest is just like, if, if I can give my life protecting you yeah. and giving you an edge so you can even have a chance of getting to the top, I would 100% do it in a heartbeat. And that's what I'm doing right now. And you guys are going to go. Just go. So There's no discussion they... about this. And I love it because at the end, I feel like, very deep she's like and i don't want fucking men to win so you have yeah. to go and win this <laughs> yeah well and i think there was a part where gwen was like no you need to leave me you leave me here and and you two go up like i'm already dead anyway mm -hmm. and so nesta like knocks her out <laughs> i think she's so, like yeah <laughs> yeah she's like fuck off gwen uh i'm the you know i'm the savior here plus like oh, what's yeah. gwen gonna do to stop these dudes she can't slow them down she can They're barely stay awake. Begin. She's sick. Exactly. Just kill her and just put her on. Or maybe not. Not even. They're going to let her there to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. After like, having their way with her. Like, of course. You think would, so? You know? Because that takes time, though. I mean, I'm sure Bellis would let some of them go and he would just keep going. Yeah. This is my favorite part of all of the books. Yeah. So she pulls out a sword. She draws a, a line in the dark. Which are not the a ones sword. that she made. Not okay. a magic sword. No. A regular non-magic, still deadly sword. And yeah. she draws a line in the dirt. And she can hear them coming. And she starts saying to herself, like she starts oh. doing her breathing techniques, her Valerian, yeah. her Valerian, her Valkyrian breathing techniques, her mind stilling, and she just starts saying over and over again, I am the rock against which the surf crashes. Nothing can break wow. me. So that's happening. I'm not crying right now. So she... and yeah, these and men she start like coming over and over and over. It was it and was she... like um a mantra. Moment, I, we, yeah, we talked about it before in the previous episode, but this is like a mantra that like centers her so much. Like you can be in the middle of Times Square and you say that you're going to come to you really fast. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. think that she needed that strength that she didn't know she she didn't think she had because she's been so tired, you know, carrying this person, yeah. fighting for six days. 
it mm-hmm. was a really powerful magical moment it was beautiful and then it was violent because they start coming <laughs> the men yeah. start coming and she's she's just swinging that sword right and she's stabbing and she's slicing and she's doing the perfect footwork she is killing it just like she did in training and the whole time she's she's not shit talking them she's not screaming she is the whole time i am the rock against which the yeah. serve crashes slice stab you know like and, and she at the same time she's it. always looking up to see how the girlies are doing mm-hmm. and Because... at some point yeah and at some point she's exhausted right and it's raining and it's fucking raining and it's muddy and it's slippery and she's she's starting to fail because she's exhausted and she sees the it's dark now she sees the light from the top and i can't remember if there's like a sound or like a boom or something but basically it's like oh the blood ride is over they've made it they made it the to the top did it. the girlies did it and it doesn't stop like they're no. all supposed to be transported out of there and it doesn't stop and then bellius is there and he the coward the motherfucking coward waited Because nesta thought that it was going to be like okay Once they get there, we are out of here. It's fine. We did it. No. She, she, mm-hmm. she, I think her sword was like on the floor and she's like, okay. And then she's like, oh my God, nothing is happening. And then she has yeah. to fight again. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Belles had waited and let all of his men go ahead of him to tire her out. And we know that if he had gone head to head with Nesta, with her at her full rest and You're strength, done. it wouldn't have even been a fight. Listen, please. Nessa would have ate you up and spit you out without even trying. Bellia starts fighting her and he's shit talking her, right? He's just like, you dumb bitch. You had no idea. I can't believe you didn't even realize this. Stuff. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And he, she's tired and he knocks her sword out of her hand. And then she's just like, all right, hand to hand combat me. And he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You think that you could beat me in hand to hand combat? And do you know what no, she right. says? My mate taught me well. So like, she's gonna, so listen. Historic moment, that one right there. Because you are so into the fighting, into the violence, into, oh my gosh, she's gonna die or what. When that happens, you're like, okay, pause. Oh my gosh, it's pure. It's pure. She's it's accepting pure magic. it. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. She just accepts it finally. She's kicking the shit out of this dude. She's winning, right? And all of a sudden, there's like a whirlwind, like a, I don't remember exactly how she got there, but basically, Briallen just winnows there with Cassian. And so begins the typical villain monologue where they're just like, I don't know, I feel like villains would be a lot more successful in fairy tales if they would stop talking and just like murder the person. I was literally thinking about that a 10 seconds ago. I was I was thinking these stupid men, oh shit, sorry. I was thinking these stupid villains, these stupid men like uh the the, the cousin. I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up and fight. Don't talk. Yeah, it's the shit talking for me. It's like It's uh it's like what in every movie, every book, every TV show when the villain is like, "Haha, how you perfectly fell into my trap. Let me tell you exactly how amazing I am. Amarantha did it." Okay? Uh Hibern, I'm pretty sure did it at one point. Um now Briallen's going to do it and you're just like, "Can you just shut the fuck up? Just shut the fuck like, up. Just just be an actual villain and kill the people. That's it. That's all we need. Yes. That's all we want. Listen, do you it. know, you know who, you know who doesn't waste their time explaining how they're so smart and they just kill the person? Zade Meadows. You just literally ate that. So just be more like wow. Zade Meadows. <laughs> that is so true. Sid sees you. Boom. That's it. You're dead. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need to explain himself to you. You're already dead in his eyes. Anyway, yeah. So Briallen explains her whole this was my master plan, right? She arranged for Nesta to enter the blood rite. She's demanding the trove in exchange for Cassian's life. Cassian is under Briallen's control. 
Yeah. He's looking at Nesta. He has his mental faculties, but physically oh. he cannot control himself. He's like telling her like, no, don't give it to her. Don't give it to her. And Nesta's like, and thank God, because how often, how often is somebody in this situation where they're like, don't give the bad guy the thing they need to create their master plan just for my life. And they're yeah. like, I'm going to give it to you anyway, because I love you. And Cassie's like, don't do it. And Nesta's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Fuck yeah, Nesta. Brianna's pissed. And she just looks at Cassian and she goes, kill. And Cassian, having become a king of uh, wordplay, I guess. I mean, he realized that the way Nesta said her bargain was just, she, he had to stay there for the night. He didn't say, she didn't say that he couldn't go stand next to her until she agreed to talk to him, right? Uh, he was like, oh, I know how I can finagle this. She didn't say who I had to kill. So he stabs himself. And Nesta's... The day you stab yourself for me, we can talk. You can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you want. Wow. Wow. Put a baby in me. I don't even want more kids. You can have it. Go for it. Definitely Put a baby not, in me. but yes. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So he stabs himself. Nesta is fucking pissed and she explodes in a yeah. like just like a straight up nuclear explosion just silver flames everywhere and Briallen straight up just disintegrates and it almost completely destroys that? just so fast like that and How even the crown is, is almost is super destroyed loved it Nestor runs over to Cassian. He's not dead. He's just wounded because he's a warrior. He knows where to stab himself in order yeah. to not, you know, murder. And they're like about to have this like big moment. And Nesta deserves this fucking moment for the record. Okay. She deserves this moment. She needed this moment. She deserved it. Feyre definitely deserved time, but she got time. After she was like, after everything was over with the, with being under the mountain, there was calm. She was, she was Faye. They were like, let's just go to sleep. Let's just relax. Let, and we'll leave in the morning. Let's give you some time. And then, and then she had a moment to fucking breathe. Right. There was a whole like last 30 pages of a court of thorns and roses where it was post uh, under the mountain, post Amarantha, yeah. where Farah just was able to fucking breathe, and we were focused on how fucking badass Farah was. As a reader, I wanted to be able to have a moment to celebrate fucking Nesta and and, and Emery and Gwyn. I wanted to be able to celebrate how fucking badass they were. I wanted all of the inner circle to to stop and be like, "Thank you." Yeah, you killed the big bad human queen Briallen. You're amazing. You're stronger than we thought you were. We're sorry for she deserved this moment. You and brought Morgana's... back all of the things that we freaking lost in the not, we don't even get to the middle. Like it's been 30 seconds and more and Asriel show up and they're like, hey, something happened with Feyre. By this moment, for me, when I was reading the book, I didn't even mm -hmm. care about Feyre. Yeah. She doesn't get a hero's welcome at all. Nope. And uh, that's because Feyre decided to get knocked up last book. And now she's suffering the consequences of trying to have sex while shape-shifting. This sounds like a you problem, Feyre. That's a lie. Listen, I love Feyre. I do. It <laughs> is still a you problem, Feyre. Yeah. So Feyre's going to die, right? Feyre's going to die and everyone's when in favor dies that also means the baby's gonna die and that also means reese is gonna die which means there's no fucking high lord you remember it's the over. moment when they made a bargain and said if i die you die if you die i die well if it isn't the consequences of your own actions i'm telling you like i don't fight i don't know how to fight i will die in a fight but i will fight them I'm, I'm so, this is so frustrating because they refused to help Nesta. They were like, oh, we're going to help her by giving her space and ignoring her and not providing her anything, not giving her any grace, not, not telling her, Hey, we know that you are lashing out. 
because you're hurt. We're here for you. And that's okay. If you need to be angry, that's fine. Be angry at me. Somebody who loves someone would say that. I have said that to people I love before. I have had people say that to me before. Mm -hmm. They didn't provide any of that for her. And now they're all up shit creek without a paddle. And it is expected of Nesta to save the day. I I don't even know if they, because I don't even think they think that she can do it. But at the same time, it's like Nesta at least feels this responsibility, right? So Nesta grabs the dread trove. She grabs the harp, the what's left of the crown and the, and the mask, right? She puts it on. She's begging the harp to say like, how do I help Feyre? How? And it's like, pluck this string, right? And then she has this conversation with the cauldron. And right when Nesta has healed, right when Nesta has undergone this intense blood rite, and she has proved herself worthy. She has, she has transformed into a completely different person. Evolved. When she's just, evolved. Yeah. She's evolved. And she's just now starting to understand the depth of her power. She could hone it. She could become so great. I'll never forgive Sarah for this, Sarah J. Moss. She bargains it away with the cauldron and says, I will give you your power back if you save my sister and the baby. Like, how could, why would you do my girl dirty like that? I she just through... don't understand what her problem with Nesta, with her character, like Nesta's character mm -hmm. is. Because as an author, I think that you can love and hate, same as us, the characters mm -hmm. that you are writing about. I get it. But yeah. you knew since the beginning that this was going to be books about the three sisters. Like, you know who don't need powers? Elaine. She doesn't need any powers unless she's going to be a villain. She doesn't need powers. She is yeah. a new person. She evolved to be this amazing freaking woman that has found a mate that mm -hmm. is so proud of her progress and everything. What was the, 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 the TikTok sound? You did this for what? It, does, it feels unfair to Nesta that she did all this work to become such an integral character and to bring a complexity and depth to the inner circle that didn't exist before, because there was, uh, there was no power struggle. Reese was Reese and he was in charge and it was just whatever. And, and Nesta could have been, and I'm still hoping that maybe it's not all gone, but maybe, maybe if we're lucky, what happened was that the cauldron just took back the part like the one last bit that she needed to, in order to heal completely. And I'm hoping she still has a depth of power within her, but the way it was written makes me feel like perhaps she's just kind of normal again. Yeah. And I don't know if how I would cope with that. I don't know how I would cope with having that taken away from me. I know it wasn't against her will. I know she offered it up in the bargain. Yeah. But to offer it up in the bargain, because it's either that, or everyone who rules this court dies and then everyone is left without protection. You don't really have a choice. Uh, to me, what I'm saying, what I said before, it's to me. Like, that's how, that's how I feel. If mm -hmm. we put this on Nesta and honestly, only thinking about Nesta, I think she's happy that she doesn't have them anymore just because mm -hmm. she never wanted them. She is now an equal with Cassian and to Cassian. So they're like actual, you know, equals as partners because Farah mm -hmm. and Rissan, okay, they're very powerful and they're equals in that way. And then you have them and they're equals because now Nesta doesn't have these powers, right? Okay. I guess she's happy. I don't think she will have a problem with that. The problem is to me, with me and with Sarah J. Maas because I don't think that was necessary. I don't think Cassian will be the type of man that will be, you're more powerful than me and that is a problem at all. Yeah. I mean, we know that Cassian is like seven feet tall, but he's 100% one of those guys that would not be threatened if his girlfriend was taller than him and wore ah, high heels. Oh, like, exactly. He, he's not threatened. Like he's a little bit turned on by how scary and powerful she is. He's His thought is like, oh, she could hurt me. <laughs> like, well, you know, like he's into it a little bit. I love, I feel it. Like, I love it because it's true. Right. And so, you know, you're right, though, because because Feyre got all of the like a little bit of power from each high lord, 
which made her as powerful as Reese. And so they're matched. And with Feyre, or with Nesta being a strong warrior, still Fey, yeah, uh, but and capable of fighting and things like that, but not having this uh, cauldron made power does make her more equal power wise to Cassian. And I think I think that that makes sense. I still yeah. wish for me as the reader that it would have been different. But yeah, good for Feyre. Yeah, and, <laughs> or no, good for Nesta. And, sorry. And more than that, again, I don't. She never wanted these powers. She. Okay, yeah. she's Faye. She's gonna live forever with her mate. Amazing. We hope that he doesn't fucking dies in any of the books. Yeah. Because Nesta had enough. Honestly, Nesta had enough. Um, but I think that she never wanted the uh, uh, the death power. She never wanted the super flames. She never wanted the the feeling of uh, not the feeling the responsibility of having powers. Because if you have yeah. powers. You have responsibilities. And I don't think she ever wanted that. So I'm happy for her in that sense. But we have to wait for the next books to see what the heck. Because till this day, until the day I die, I will not be happy to the fact that Sergei Mas took her powers. Because that doesn't make any sense. At least for her character at all. Nesta didn't take those powers because she wanted powers from the cauldron. She took it out of anger. And I think she had to let go of the powers in order to let go of the anger. Yeah, now that we're talking All right, about it. Sarah J. Moss, I forgive you. <laughs> no, I don't. Now that we're talking about it, you know, I understand it from Nesta's side. But for me, mm-hmm. no, not yet. As a reader, I so, wanted I wanted more more badass Nesta. Of course. Same as we wa- <gasps> same as we wanted with Vera. Oh my god, what is she doing? Oh, ooh, maybe it's like Maybe it's like the sisters in Charmed where they're stronger together. And when they all stop getting their shit fucked and they just come together and they work together, they become like the ultimate three badass sisters. Okay. I love it. Is giving to what's the name? Practical magic. So yes. Yes. Ooh, love that. Nesta, she changed her sister, Feyre's anatomy and her own, which is basically just like, Hey, Cass, you could totally put a winged baby in me if you wanted to. And honestly, and this is weird because I don't feel this with a lot of books. But honestly, I want Farah, I want Nesta and Cassian to have a baby so bad because she deserves to give that love, that lots of love that she has to a baby, to her baby. She has... She has the, she'll have the opportunity to break that generational trauma that existed from her grandmother to her mother to her. Yes. She has the opportunity to do better for her child. And I'm really excited to see that. And you know that Cassian is going to be best daddy ever. Oh my God. And he was already talking in the book earlier about how he wants to be a dad someday, which adorable. I know. I know. So, but yes, Nesta saves the world. Basically, everyone. Um, yeah. yeah. Do we think that Farah has to be more careful? Have fucking yes, because yes. Farah, yeah, you're fucking dumb. She's, you know what? Can we remember? She's 21. I remember being 21. I was a fucking idiot. I mean, like, <laughs> listen, Farah. Let's be real. Let's look at the track record here. If anything <laughs> could have ever gone wrong in your life, it did go wrong in your life. So let's just go ahead and assume the worst so that we can prepare. And then when that happens, Rizan is like, oh my God, I owe you my life. You're the best thing that happened to me. And honestly, I hated that so much. Oh, really? I didn't like it. To me, it was like, you were this whole fucking asshole, the whole book, to this one person for this one problem that you created. And then she's the Mm -hmm. one that saves your wife and your baby. And now you can see how you can be grateful. Yeah, it's like his love is trans his love and gratitude and appreciation and respect is transactional. You only get it if you can do something for him. He wouldn't give Nesta any kind of respect because he didn't know for sure if she would use her powers for him or against him. But listen now, mm-hmm. Reese, who could not stop buying her presents dresses and jewels and throw pillows and all manner of nonsense had rained down on her until Nesta had to order him to stop. 
Rissan, the way I don't respect you anymore, I can't. Dude, do you think he wants to fuck Nesta? (laughs) (laughs) He's giving sugar daddy behavior. (laughs) But that happens. Everyone is happy-ish. They have sex, I think. No, Mm, they don't. No. I mean, I'm sure they They do. We don't get to see it. Yeah. Honestly, that's okay. That's okay. I didn't expect... Yeah, I wanted Nessa just to be happy at this point. I just wanted yeah. her to have a little house with her little mate or massive mate and just be happy. She gets her little house of wind. Reese is like, yeah, you can have it. Nobody really likes going in there anyway. And Nessa's like, great. It's my best friend now. So I'd like to stay there. Imagine like, say, like Nessa is going to be like, okay, so house, I'm going out for a minute. I'm going to buy some things. Take care of the baby. I love it. <laughs> The house do a great it. job too. Amazing it reminds job. Me, it reminds me of the house from uh, Encanto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nesta and Cassie mm. confess their undying love for one another. They yeah. are talking about like, well, we don't have to do a big mating ceremony. Like they admit that they're mates. We don't, you know, you can just give me a cracker or whatever. And Nesta's like, no, fuck it. We're doing a big old party. Hanging on the wall in the grand entry, a portrait of Nesta holding the line at the pass of Analias. Mm-hmm. Because remember when Nesta went over the first time, there wasn't a picture of Nesta on the wall. There was a picture of everybody yeah. else, but no Nesta. And so Favor's like, happy mating gift. You've made it on the wall. <laughs> I'm telling you, the more we read into Ed, the worse it gets. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Bonus chapter. Mm-hmm. We get a sneak peek of what is going to happen on the next book and what we thought it was going to happen basically asriel Mm -hmm. and elaine they're kind of like feeling things yeah we get an asriel pov yes we We get into sad boy's thoughts basically things happen and finally elaine is like i want you to want me i want you to kiss me i want this to happen and um you don't want me he kind of was like they were about to yes yeah yeah he was about they were to like the thing uh the mm. thing meaning a kiss probably because <laughs> elaine's still too demure it would have just been like yeah. a, mm. he goes to give her the gift but she comes up to kiss him and reese interrupts them and Rissan gets all high lord and honestly this is the only moment in the whole books that i'm like Yes, a step the fuck up because these two people are not supposed to be together. In my mind, <laughs> they're not supposed to be together, honestly. And this is something that I I will stand for forever. I don't think Elaine and Asriel should be together. I don't think it should be three by boy, three uh, three bad boys, three sisters. I don't think that's the way to go. It's super predictable. And mm-hmm. one thing I hate about books is being them being predictable i mm-hmm. fucking hate that i don't know why yeah. elaine should end up with lucian uh till this day or lucian could die please don't kill him sergeant us and the fact that we get a little bit of as real winneth action at the end of that chapter i'm like that's the way to go and the fact that he saved her from being like while, while she was being that raped be... i think that's chef kiss yeah that's beautiful there's so many people who simp for Azrael, right and I yeah. never really, I never really got it. And I don't know if that's because I was never into emo or goth boys growing up. Um, <laughs> no hate to them, but it's just not my vibe. And then we read this chapter and I could not get over how pissed off I was at Azrael because Reese is telling him like, no, fuck off, like leave him alone, leave Elaine alone, which right now. I kind of want to tell Reese to fuck off, like stay out of it. It's none of your fucking business. Yeah. But also, yes, uh, because I think they- we need to talk about the fact that Rissan doesn't want them together because she is Lucian's maid and he doesn't want that conflict to be there in the middle of everything that's happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because right now things are very uh, trepidatious with Lucian and Vasa and Jurian. So, yeah, things are really iffy and touchy right there and i think it could cause conflict if there's an issue with it which makes sense as a high lord yes but him just being like no never instead of just like i need you to fucking cool it right now 
I don't know. It seemed, it mm -hmm. seemed a bit authoritative and I guess I'm just annoyed with Reese. Uh, but the thing that got me was that Azrael made the comment, something about like, oh, so you and Cassian get a sister. Why don't I get one? And I'm like, oh, I'm yes, sorry. Are does. we just fucking property to you? Fuck off, fuck all the way off. Yes, so he does. said that it and it gave, it gave me the ick. That's what it was. Like that thing that people talk about, like if there's a thing that somebody does, it's seemingly yeah. innocuous and it ruins it. It ruined it for me. The second he was like, oh, I don't get a sister. Um, I totally, totally off. get it because that comment, that comment really like, all the way brought me the wrong way. It was weird. It was like, I guess that you're, I understand that you are mad and that you want something, or at least you think you want it because you see Cassian and you see Rizan, but maybe that's not mm -hmm. it for you. And the fact that you think that she's a prize, that's not, that's, that's, that's a lot of Illyrian men in you. And we don't want that. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. Yeah, it was very, it was very, uh, women are property, women are a thing. Yeah. And not, she's a whole fucking person who can choose who, sh who she ends up with. And mm -hmm. you don't get her just because your two friends got her sisters. That's not how this works. And he, the gift that he was going to give Elaine, he didn't give it to her. He shows up to, to the training ring and she's up there in the middle of the night training. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't think anybody would be here. And he mm -hmm. was like, oh, I just forgot something. That's why I'm here. And she's like at two in the morning. And then they start kind of flirting a little bit. And he's like, oh, hey, you're, you know, you're doing this thing wrong. Let me just help you. You're supposed to, you know, do this with the sword or whatever. And uh, mm -hmm. she says, I was trying to cut the ribbon. She said, happy solstice. And he's like, are you kicking me out? And she's like, no, no, I, just, I don't mind sharing. I, just, I thought you wanted to be alone. And... <laughs> And yeah. uh, then they started flirting and everything. He sees her. They talk for a little bit. We get like a little chispa, like something was cooking up in the, and we love it because you can't get enough of us. Follow us on social media as at come with us, pod. everywhere we're like that. Mm -hmm. Follow us over there. Thank you so much, sinners. We cannot believe that we finished these five books. And a few other books during this uh, whole season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're going to have the last episode next week for the season. And I am so proud of us. We did it. We got here. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that has listened and everyone that has picked up the books again or for the first time. Thank you so much. You guys are the freaking best. Sinners, we see you. We love you. We're here for you. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on whatever your preferred podcasting platform is. And be sure to check us out on YouTube as well and subscribe to us there. Um, and uh, if you could leave us like a five-star review, that would really help us. And don't forget to tell your friends about us because the more people who listen, the more people we get to talk to about things that we love the most. Uh, so yeah, please do. Um, you guys sinners dears lovelies you've been good little angels for us for this whole series and we want to say thank you for listening remember to stay wicked stay wild and keep reading bye, bye.